Good morning. It's Thursday, November 30th, and this is Sentinel Today from The Daily Sentinel. Join us on weekdays for local news, events, history, and much more. This episode was brought to you in part by Bank of Utica in a league all of their own. Today, earlier this week, Rome health officials, alongside local dignitaries and donors, gathered to celebrate the beginning of a monumental $45.7 million construction project. First, here are a few other stories that you should know about. A 17-year-old was charged with burglary after they attempted to steal from the Court Street Mini Mart. Hamilton College's next Common Ground program will examine the divisions in the House and Senate and discuss strategies to rein in polarization. New York drivers who renewed their licenses during part of the coronavirus pandemic face license suspensions if they don't submit vision tests. For more on all of these stories, visit youarsentinel.com. Before we begin, a quick message. Hi there, everybody. I'm Joe Kelly. I'm a columnist for the Daily Sentinel, and I'm from the United County History Center. Saturday Globe. National News and Color is now on exhibit at Oneida County History Center. Founded and published in Utica, the Saturday Globe is recognized as the first national newspaper to feature colored illustrations. Don't miss the chance to view this one-of-a-kind collection on display now through February 2024 only at the Oneida County History Center, 1608 Genesee Street in Utica. Now, our feature story. In a significant move for community health care, Rome Health officials, alongside local dignitaries and donors, gathered this Wednesday to celebrate the beginning of a monumental $45.7 million construction project. This project is set to add a new dimension to the local hospital at 1500 North James Street with a 30,000-square-foot, three-floor addition on the north side. So what makes this project so unique? It's not just about altering the hospital's appearance. This expansion will replace outdated operating rooms and intensive care units, marking a significant enhancement in healthcare services for the community. Anne-Marie Sizz, president and CEO at Rome Health, emphasized the historical significance of this undertaking. She mentioned, This is the single largest project in Rome Health's nearly 137-year history, and it's a testament to Rome Health's commitment to leading the way in community and regional health care. So, how is this project financed? A blend of public funding and private philanthropy fuels it. The breakdown is fascinating. Over $29 million comes from public funding, including a $26 million New York State Transformation Grant and $3 million from the American Rescue Plan Act. The Rome Health Foundation's capital campaign complements this, having already raised over $14.2 million of its $16.5 million goal. State Senator Joseph Griffo, a key figure in this journey, recalls his days as mayor 30 years ago when he worked towards privatizing the hospital for community service. Similarly, Rome Mayor Jacqueline Izzo reflects on the evolution of this project, stressing the need for modern facilities that match the city's aspirations. A significant contribution comes from the Kaplan family with a $5 million donation. In recognition, the new addition will be named the Kaplan Center for Surgical Services. Construction is expected to span 24 to 30 months, with various local officials and key donors present at the groundbreaking ceremony. Among them were Chester DeBarry III, executive director of the Rome Health Foundation, and numerous other dignitaries. DeBarry highlighted the diversity of support for this project, ranging from individual donors to corporations and foundations. The Community Foundation of Herkimer and Oneida Counties has even pledged $250,000 contingent on 100 new donors contributing to the cause. 
As we wrap up, Debari's words resonate. Every gift, large or small, brings us closer to our goal. This project is more than a building. It's about transforming community health care and ensuring local access to top-notch facilities. Next, a massive snowstorm just left nearly three feet of snow in the area, exciting everyone at Snow Ridge Ski Resort. Nick Meir, the resort's general manager, announced over 30 inches of snow from Monday night and Tuesday. This is seen as a promising start to the winter season, and possibly a sign of more to come. The resort plans to open this weekend, but it's all weather dependent. They're checking the snow pocket T-bar and the bunny bowl carpet lifts, with the final call based on this weekend's weather. Mir advises winter enthusiasts to follow Ski Snow Ridge on social media for the latest updates on openings and weather changes. He assures that they'll continue making snow to ensure top skiing conditions all season. So for those eager for some winter sports, Turin might be your spot. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. For more on all of these stories, visit us at youarsentinel.com or click the link in our show notes. Also, right now you can subscribe and get unlimited digital access for just $1 per week. Learn more at youarsentinel.com slash subscribe.